Go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode number 53 of the Lift Free and Diet Hard podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Coates. And next week, I'm flying down to meet up with Luca Hosevar at his event. Luca's here with me. And so I brought him on. I actually wanted to talk about this event. I mean, anybody who's listened to this for any amount of time knows I'm passionate about attending these fitness conferences because they've done, well, shit, tons for my career. So Luca's event now... I think you changed the name a little bit. I would call it the Vigor Ground Fitness and Business Summit, but you've got it. Vigor Ground Presents the Fitness and Business Summit. No, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's Vigor Ground Fitness and Business Summit. And then then we'll have people making landing pages and switch it up without me knowing. <laughs> but, God, that's what that is. Yeah. I was there in 2017, and that was when I first started traveling around. I didn't know a lot of people. Uh, I knew Pete Dupuis and Mark Fisher, who presented there, but I met uh, you know Martin Rooney and Sam Pogues, become a good buddy of mine, and just it goes on and on, John Russin. So I'm excited for this one. Now, we all, we all know the world is full of fucking crazy challenges right now. So I guess I want to bring you on to talk about what this event's going to offer, right? And, you know, maybe there'll be some listeners who'll say, you know, hell with it. We've missed out on so much this last 18 months that this is worth checking out. I mean, it's, you know, let, let me just kind of create some context around it, too, because you know, putting an event on at this time, and especially depending on which state you're in, I'm in Washington, obviously, you know, some states it's easier than other states. But in general, I mean, even if you're in a state that's pretty open, you're, you're kind of getting issues with the travel, right? Like, I mean, international travel is completely blocked out. The last live event that we had, you know, we sold out and we had 14 countries, you know, there's at least 30 plus people from international. Actually, if you, if you count uh, Canada's over 40 people at that event, were international and uh, in Canada. So, you know, it obviously blocks off uh, a lot of different things that we, people that would usually have. And, you know, a lot of folks are, don't want to travel right now, if it's specific states, if it's the specific regulations and so on and so forth. So just dealing with that has been, has been crazy, but, you know, I mean, the theme every year we have a theme, you know, this year, the theme is can't stop, won't stop. And it was, it was that theme, obviously, because it's been two years, um, has been the craziest time, you know, for small business period, for people period, but for the fitness industry has been one of the most challenging times. I mean, it, it has been the most challenging time ever. You're, you're talking about uh, the last statistics I looked up was over 14,000 gym, gyms closed out of 38,000 in the U.S. And that's, and that's a rolling number, you know, because now you have eviction, you know, eviction notices kind of going out and stuff like that in different states that weren't there before. So certain rents have to be paid back. I mean, it's, it's a cluster, right? And, and that was the whole premise of it was, you know, can't stop from won't stop from a perspective of me personally, like I'm so committed to this industry, so passionate about it, it changed my life, you know, for anybody who knows my story, I, you know, this is, is pretty crazy. But and, and so I'm very, very bought in, you know, um, we, we had a short notice on putting this on, which was like about three and a half months, which for anybody who knows about events, like we had it booked out before, but three and a half months before we were like, hey, you'll be able to do this event at the higher, right? And you'll be able to have, you know, 100 plus 200, whatever people that, that you guys usually uh, have. And so that's already a short amount of time to do it. And to say yes is, is, is a very, very big commitment. Then with everything else that has happened in between, you know, it's, it's been even crazier because, you know, we've had cancellations, uh, people, speakers, we've had, you know, changes. Um, and I, I personally was just like, man, I, I want to do it, one, because... I feel like people, I mean, every year when we do it, I feel like people need this. Uh, I feel like people need this even more right now. I mean, it, a lot of folks are uncertain about the future, you know, whether it's brick and mortar, whether it's online, 
uh, there's constantly new, I mean, same thing. I'm, I, I do the stat stuff because we're working on uh, another business here. It's like, you know, 69,000 uh, new fitness positions open up every year in the U.S. So you're looking at like a, around that, that amount of new coaches that need help to kind of navigate, you know what I'm saying? How to, everything from kind of how to become a better coach and better trainer, get results with clients. But uh, obviously a big one is like, how do I build my career? Whether it's, you know, brick and mortar offline, whether it's online, whether it's a hybrid, whether it's like, what are all the different possibilities for me? And then from people that do this, like have been there, have done it, are still doing it. Uh, they're not theoretical, right? They have something that they spend a lot of time building and then show others how to do it. And pretty much that's what the summit is. And I've always tried to, uh, I'll say it's certainly heavy on people that are very close to me and my friends that speak. Um, but I, I do always try to also bring new people from uh, new areas that are maybe a little bit different, but do great stuff, if that makes sense. Right. And, and this year is uh, no different where, whether there's somebody that killed, you know, it's killing it on social media. Uh, you got a Don Saladino who, you know, is it was, you know, was an owner of one of the top gyms in New York, drive, drive four, nine, five. And because of all the stuff that happened, had to shift, right. And built a brand and is now online and doing a lot of amazing stuff. I mean, th th this is the folks you want to learn from, right. Is, is like, if somebody goes like, yeah, listen, I'm a personal trainer and I'm a trainer. Uh, you know, I want to build my clientele up, but I'm also interested in online and I want to do this. Oh, I want to get brand sponsorships. All right, cool. Well, we got everybody that's like done this is doing this and it's going to show you how to do it. Like, and it's to me, it's always been the craziest because like yourself, right. I started, you know, investing heavily, heavily into personal development. And I've been, I mean, 20 years ago, you know, and it's like, I've been going to so many events in the last 15 years. It's, it's a mind boggling number. And, and they changed my life because they built all the relationships uh, you know, obviously gained, I gained knowledge from, I think the, I think the relationships are even more valuable than the knowledge that I gained and the insights that I gained. Um, and it's been part of what's, you know, I say helped me be successful, uh, in this industry. So the, to me, the ticket prices are always so, you know, so little, right. Of an investment. If you look at stock and you go like, Oh, I put money in Apple or here, like it's such a small investment for how much ROI you get um as a human and as a coach that it's 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 not even you know it's not even a question whether you should do it or not i think the first thing that happened to me because the first event i went to is a some fitness summit in kansas city in may of 2017 and then yours in september and it almost blew the doors open on what you see is out there what other people are doing what the self-imposed limitations you place on what you can do with your own career as a coach on the gym floor. Here's how much money I can possibly make. Here's what I can do with my career. I remember like I just presented at something in Spokane and part of the presentation was, I remember being that coach reading T nation, listening to podcasts and going, Oh, look at all these people. These are like, this is this elite insider tier of the industry. You know, and then I'm thinking, then there's the rest of us. We're all on the gym floor. And I don't understand the, the gap, how those people got there. But then I start going to these events, start meeting some of these people. And I understand the journey. And I get a little deeper into it, develop networking connections, then start a podcast. And then start developing career capital, start writing for my website. Next thing you know, I've got an invitation to write for T Nation. It's like, where the hell did that come from? And just keep doing this stuff. And then... Me and Dean Somerset, we put together our conference after traveling to these type of conferences. And our dumbasses 
put it on the same fucking weekend as you did in 2019. <laughs> I missed out on Berardi on that event, right? So we had something planned for 2020. We made sure we weren't doing it on the same weekend. Whoops, nobody got to do anything. So next year, when we do it, we will be talking. We're not doing it on the same weekend because we'll do it in September. Perfect. And, and you know, it's, it's a great, honestly, like, you're a great example, man. Like, you took a lot of like, what you learned. And I think it started here. And I actually, I, I pulled up some notes because I was just reading and listening to some stuff to, uh, last night that, that really plays into this. But, you know, you took the knowledge and you started believing in, man, you started doing all this stuff. And I look at, you know, I look at your uh, kind of progress in the last two years has been nuts, like in the best of ways, you know. Um, and you're such a great example of like putting head down and going like, all right, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. You know what I mean? And, and you've absolutely done it. And I was listening to some psychology. This, I, I, I can't remember because last, last night I was reading a bunch of stuff and, and going to Berardi's podcast and all this. But, you know, there, there, you kind of do things in two in two phases one is you transform worldview and then you develop the capability of self right and so so first you you, you change your understanding of self then like then we re revise our belief systems right because you're saying oh well you know these people do this and it's like this you kind of you, you look at it and you go like that's not me right that's but then true. there's a point in time when you, you start changing your understanding of self like you know what if i do these things and i apply myself yeah, I can make that happen, right? Then, then you revise your belief systems. You don't go like, oh, I'm not like that. I can't talk on stage. You know, I'm not a good writer, right? You start revising that shit. And then you change your lifestyle and your behaviors to match that, right? Those are the kind of three things that you end up doing. And the, and, and the thing is, is that like these events and conferences, sometimes it is books, but to me, it's visceral. You know, it's like skin to skin when you meet people and stuff like that. And, and you hear a story and the story is like, it's so much like your story, for instance, or, or, or there's, there, there's points that you connect to and somebody's on stage or, or you meet and they, it's like, man, like, oh, they had a shitty start too. They didn't coach anybody. They didn't write for anybody. Oh, wow. It took them like five years before anybody picked up their article. Right. But now they're, you know, when you see them, they wrote books and this, that, and the other, whatever, all of a sudden you start going like, Hmm, man, I can, I, maybe I can do that too. Right. It's like, it plants a seed. Because, because one thing is for sure, you know, and this is like where all I would say, I would say the, uh, the behavioral scientists, you know, study and they go, listen, knowledge, knowledge, you know, when there's a belief that you can't, like if your own belief is like, I can't do this, you know, there's no way. All the knowledge you gain is nothing. It, it won't do anything. Like you go through all the books, all the stuff. If you have a subconscious, if you have a belief that you can't achieve it, like, I mean, this has been one of the most studied things, right? Like that belief will drive you to then not apply the knowledge that you have because you don't think it's just like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. And that's where I found, like, I would say so many of, you know, when you, when you have, I, I mean, I remember moments of people that I met conferences, I went to, you know, seminars that I went to that, that were like, would shape, shape my career. Right. There was a conversation that I have, there was something that would happen and it would like, and one of them, the things would be is that my belief would change. Right. And then the knowledge that I gained, I was I would actually be able to apply it. And so, I mean, and of course, I'm, you know, of course, I'm as biased as, as it gets for about my own conference. But the reality is, is like this is this is, you know, I've been to 250 live events in the last 15 years since 2006. And like all of those now, some of them better, some of them not as good, some of them. But the, the reality is I kept going because they would do so much for me from from a place of 
belief and being able to envision and see, you know, people that would tell their stories like, nah, like I was here, but now I'm here. Very rarely do you hear a story as like, yeah, like uh, I did this for a year, I blew up, made millions, was really successful. It's like, usually, usually like it's a story of struggle or, you know, there's a rise and there's a fall and then there's a rise again. It, it's, it's the hero's journey, you know, but when you keep hearing these hero's journey of other people, like you start seeing yourself in kind of that journey and being like, man, I think I can do this. So I think that's why it's so valuable to get out of your environment, right? Because environment, environments shape behaviors. They're the, they're the fastest trigger to shape behaviors. And so to get into this environment that is inspiring, where people are uplifting, that share their hero's journeys of transformation, right? I mean, it's like, man, you get put in the cooker, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, to change. And so it, it's just, it's never, you know, I can't ever see that like slowing down. You know, maybe I won't uh, keep going to as many conferences, obviously busier, more businesses, this, that, the other, but that's still going to be such a big part because like I'll go and, you know, me and Ferrugio go to stuff a lot of times, you know, just to connect with the people. It's not like, oh, let me, you know, listen to this presentation. It's let me connect to the people. And that's worth 10 times the price of admission, right? Mm-hmm. So I hope that, you know, that that's kind of like a, a lesson beyond like me, if, if I go down, you know, I mean, we, we can go into what people will talk about and things like that. Um, Cause this year is pretty, is, is a pretty strong angle on building both, you know, there's, there's a good chunk of people, like for instance, you got Don, you know, Don Saladino and Mark Magna and myself who all uh, are gym owners or, you know, Don's is transitioning there. But, um, and I, I think that's very important to have, like that, yo, we, I, I've been in brick and mortar for 15 years. I know Mark has been for, uh, I would say quite a long time now, at least six, I think. So, I mean, Don was, Don was in that for going on two decades. Right. And so you, you'll have that side. Then you'll also have the side of, you know, like, Hey, this is how you build your social media brand. Right. And we live in this world. Like you can't avoid it. There's just no way around it. You know? Um, and I, I don't think, you know, I'll, I'll even share what one of my presentations is. Uh, my, my first presentation is, is called coaching is still the best marketing. And then for the digital age, you know, because once again, it's kind of like the, you know, when you have how to win, win, uh, win friends and influence people. And then there's a new book that comes out for digital age. It's pretty much that, right. Cause I do believe, I, I believe that your coaching is still the best marketing hundred percent, you know, and I think people veer away from that. Now for the digital age, I, I also think there's some things that you can do that are very smart you know, with, like I said, with content creation or with stories showing your clients, uh, not necessarily always the before and after pictures like people go ham on. Uh, I think that's a very small part of it. it. It has its place, but, you know, I've been doing, and we've been doing some things that have really, really worked well. And it doesn't take away from the coaching, meaning like, you know, you don't become the like camera guy, your, your coach. And there's little snippets of stuff that you do that are smart that will actually like really snowball uh, referrals and word of mouth and, you know, the things that matter. And like, and that's, you know, that I wanted that to be uh, a big part of like, Hey, listen, it's going to be very pr- practical in the sense of like, you listen to my presentation. If you do a bunch of the shit that I, that I tell you to do, like, you'll make, uh, like, I'm not exaggerating. Like you'll make thousands, tens of thousands of dollars this year uh, because it just will work. So, you know, if, if, if it's like, if you go to that prezo, apply, go home, like it'll be worth 10 times what you paid for it. Minimum, minimum. I really dig what you're saying about social media too. Your coaching experience, 
you're answering questions and having conversation every single day. You have a gold mine of ideas to share. And people have all this like, well, it's all been said before. This is part of my presentation I did recently. Or oh, I haven't been doing long enough, doing this long, or I don't have a big enough following to actually share this shit. Well, where the fuck do you think the following starts, right? You, know, you <laughs> once upon a time started with 10 Instagram followers, right? Uh, or, you know, a couple of YouTube viewers, and now you've grown those things to massive numbers. And I'm always wary of the person that says or poo-poos on, oh, you don't need social media. Now, we know you don't need it. We've got a lot of successful people who great thriving businesses, and they don't have big followings. But I also find that there are people who grab on that message because they haven't figured out how to do it yet, or for the time being, they suck at it. And they want to grab onto a belief system that validates that, that yeah, fact that they haven't. 100%, right? Like it, that's, that's such a good point because it's easy. You know, I, I, I have a belief that like, uh, there's an older presentation that I did. I might have to pull out some slides from that one for this one, but it's, it was, it was pretty much like if tomorrow, you know, like there was, uh, an outage of like, you know, Wi-Fi internet throughout the world. And we have to go without it for, I don't know, maybe forever or for years, right? You should be able to, like your, your business and you as a brand and as a coach should be able to be okay. Meaning you're doing a great job with your clients. You have retention, you have referrals, you have word of mouth. It's like, you know, it's going out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like you, 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 you can still, it, it, will, it will not affect your business, okay? I believe that, that's a foundation. Now with that said, to, you know, for me to be like, you know, who cares about social media? Well, that's a little wild. Like, it's, here's, the, here's why it's wild, right? Because I personally, like, there is a mission to, uh, you know, impact is an overused word. Yes, is, you know, it starts, it's become a little foof. I want to make an impact, right? But it, I, I, I feel that everybody that's in this industry that's serious about it does. You know, it's like you're, you're, you have a purpose, you're drawn to that. I absolutely certainly am. And if that's, if that's the case, you can't tell me, you know, like every day I get a DM or a message that's very uplifting to me. Honestly, on some days when it's rough for me, like that's the stuff that makes me go like, yo, I got to keep going. I got to like make this bigger because I'm getting the, you know, it's like, hey, I follow you. Like you, you've changed my career. You've done that. You know, it's like, it's, it's still mind boggling to me. It's, it's shit like a person from France yesterday and like a guy from Nigeria. It's like mind boggling, right? And so to say, I want to make an impact and then not try to build your social media, which by the way, you know, your social media, remember it's, it's really content for your clients too. They follow you, you right? I mean, you're, you're, if you're trying to change your clients, you gotta understand, like, even if they come frequently, most people to Vigor come four days a week, maybe even five, you know, pretty frequently, which is dope, but that's still four or five hours a week out of a hundred, you know, almost 170 or whatever it is, right? Which means that like, if they watch, my content for an additional, you know, they get hit with the frequency of it a couple, you know, five more times per week. And they read an email and they, you know, watch something and they listen to pot, whatever. It just means I'm affecting them more. I'm affecting that change even more. I'm reinforcing those positive things, right? And stories and changing their narrative about themselves, right? So there's that, okay? Then obviously all prospective clients, that's how they're learning about you. Nobody at this point in time, people check you out way before they call you. Right. They're going to if you got a blog, they're checking your IG, they're going to, you know, Facebook. They might go to your Twitter, depending on which marketplace you're in. Like they're already checking you out and then they hit you up. Right. I got some I had somebody that DM yesterday. 
every single person goes like, I've been following you. Hey, I'm a firefighter. I'd like to come in and, and sit down with you. I got to pass this test, whatever, right? And, and, uh, and this is just like an asterisk kind of thing. I don't know if other people are seeing this with, with our business coaching clients and myself personally. We're getting more DMs for brick and mortar through IG than ever, okay? For a long time, it was like, oh, that's more for online, this, that, the other. Like, I, like I get about one per week, if not more sometimes. Legit, like I'm in the area, like I want to come train, right? Which is, which is phenomenal. My point being is though, that you can't say that you want to make an impact and change, help your clients change and then not have content and media. You know, now which, you know, which thing you choose to do, that's up to you. Obviously, we, I, I believe that obviously still on Instagram and Facebook are, are, are still the strongest. I think YouTube makes sense at a certain point. I think podcasts make sense. Now, I'm not saying you should do all of them at the beginning, but, you know, an email marketing will forever make sense. But you, to say like, I don't care about that, like, I don't need that media. That's, that, I think that what that is, is exactly what you said. It's like it's a, a kind of reflection of the I didn't do it, right? Because for some reason I'm afraid to put in, you know, the work or expose myself or whatever it may be. Um, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, you don't need that. Kind I like to show people just because my social media has been fun. I think I see Instagram as kind of the the main hub for most fitness brands. This TikTok is a major growth thing. And I respect anyone who's jumping into it. It's one more thing that takes time. So I haven't done it. You can grow in scale media uh, following rapidly. I think the average engagement or the average follower is a shallower engagement on TikTok. But I think that Instagram is a, is a great opportunity to really connect people. Yesterday, I have a follower, Pat, who's down in Maryland. And She's originally from Edmonton, left 30 years ago. She's in town for some family stuff, reaches out to me and says, hey, I want to come meet you. I want to come see Evolve. Ends up doing a training session with me. And we put that on social media. And she was super thrilled. I showed her a whole bunch of stuff that, that fixed up some of her training. Like Shit like that doesn't happen if you don't go out oh. there and race uh, a brand. And you know, yeah, I get a lot of inquiries because I don't wave around that I do a small mentorship. I coach coaches, right? It's not going to be part of my business. Uh, you know, I, I'm still about trading clients and, and writing and all that, but I get a lot of inquiries about that because people are seeing what I've been doing with my writing and my social media and these other aspects of brand, and they want to get on board with that. So the exact same experience that you're talking about. I mean, and, and this, you know, doing this stuff is what attracts more than anything, right? Like, so when you create content, right, the, I, I, I still think that the greatest way to create content, when especially when you're, when you're in your head, if you're if you're just starting or maybe you've been doing it for a while, maybe you've been coaching for a while and you're, you've done great with that, but you still haven't gone like hard into the, you know, social media. And I, I get asked these questions all the time. Like, what do you create? You know? And this, I mean, this is, you know, this could be like a week long presentation in and of itself, but, but let's, let's still give some, I'm, I'm all about value and practicality and things like that. And um, you'd be surprised. I mean, the things that you already do is what should be content. It, it that's what it is. Okay. And perfect example is I tried a video, like my phone has so many fucking videos. It's nuts, right? <laughs> it's like, and sometimes I video like the weirdest shit, but mostly it's, it's, it's things that I'm doing with people. It's not like sometimes like I'll do, I, you know, I think list video exercises do well. They just do, you know, sometimes I'm strategic about putting some stuff out, you know, cause there's always going to be somebody that goes, you know, uh, I don't know, somebody was, 
I, I like doing like kettlebell bodyweight complex type shit for myself. I'm like, I, like, I want to enjoy this work. I'm going to make it hard, but I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do because it's going to be fun, right? Fun is actually a really good reason to do a workout, by the way. Uh, you know, when people get very like, how are you going to progress this and strategize? It's got a lot of stuff going on. It's fucking fun. That's, that's literally like why I'm doing it. You know, somebody will find themselves being like, man, it would have been more effective if you just did swings and push-ups. I didn't want to fucking do swings and push-ups. You know, <laughs> like I wanted to do this. But there, but there's stuff that like, you know, it gets traction, right? So this kettlebell bodyweight complex combo, it gets traction. And then people are like, oh, this shit's good. Let me see what else this guy's got. And now all of a sudden it's all just coaching videos, it's all my my thoughts around training, there's stuff, right? Like boom, they dive in, they follow, and here we go. Or a list video. Ah, dude, you really got to do like 147 exercises for glutes. Like I don't have to know, but guess what? It's going to get traction. It's going to get views. And then I can expose people to other things that I'm doing. Right. But the coaching part of it is I got two girls. I mean, I, I trained a lot of people, but uh, a couple of girls were doing swings. I was like, Hey, you know, let's break this down because you know, one of them, the hips, the hip hinges too high when she's swinging. So we do dead stop swings. And it's like in our session, I'm like, all right, ladies, uh, you know, we do one set. We clean it up a little bit. Boom, we do another set. I just film it. It's like 45 seconds long, right? Uh, looks great. You know, they, they do a great job. I post this on IG. I don't know, get on, uh, it's about 10,000 views. I post it on Facebook. Uh, I put a lit, like it, it took off. And then I put a little bit of money, like 25 bucks behind it or something like that. It's at 300,000 views right now within like four days, right? And, and yes, like I, my audience on Facebook is, is pr- pretty big, right? On, on the Vigor page. But my point being is it went viral regardless. So somebody, you know, posted that and it goes viral. And it's, I mean, it's got over a thousand shares, but let's say you get, you know, you usually get no shares or five, but now all of a sudden you got 50, right? And boom, you got more. But all I did was coach what I'm already coaching and videoed it, right? Or, you know, take 10 seconds of an exercise and create a reel, but then, but then create context around that reel. Here's what I'm doing with this athlete. Here's this exercise, like people don't do enough of this, but you know, blah, blah, blah. So it's just, I'm just doing the stuff that I'm doing and I'm sharing it. You know, somebody, I really believe that having a notebook with, or, or if you want it to be digital, Evernote or notes or whatever, as, as soon as somebody brings some type of issue to you, just write it down. Don't do anything with it, right? Just write it down. Like, man, like I'm, I'm struggling. Like my ankles, I feel like they're always going to give out. Okay. Tell me a little bit more about that. Okay, ankle stability drills, mobility drills. Great. Well, you can do like five exercises I use with my clients to make their ankles feel more stable. If one person said it to you, there's thousands of people thinking about it, period, right? Another person comes like, ah, like every fucking morning, like when we train, I feel good, but every morning my back feels cranky. Okay, hey, do these, let's do these five drills. How do you feel now? Whoa, that feels so much better. Great, do these in the morning. Boom, video. Hey, five drills that you can do in the morning to make your back feel better. I mean, you're just, you're solving fucking problems. Tell me that you don't have 1,000 things that you can, you can do that on and hit it from different angles. I don't know. There's like fucking 50 shoulder mobility exercises that, that you could do, but just do a video for three or four of them and then do that video 10 different times, right? And your own training, you know, look what came out of your training. You got, a, you're right for T Nation because you were videoing your own training. You and me were at the same time concurrently and separately doing the same sort of thing. I already had an article on T Nation about Hatfield uh, Bulgarians, right? 
you had you were using a slightly different grip position. You were holding the safety spotter arms. I was holding on to the rack. And then you and me started going back and forth and adding weight and adding weight. Then Tony Jellicor jumps in. Motherfucker has got a torn Achilles tendon and loads up three plates for eight on his good leg. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you, Tony? And it's like, all right, this is a cool idea. And, you know, you were talking earlier about getting messages about like people who changed your career. You've changed my career. Now, everything you've done, you don't need to go and ask teenager or go write for T-Nation to validate anything that you're doing. You're already there. But I thought, I got a cool idea. You know, I think Luke will be down for this because I know that a lot of your friends, a lot of your heroes, they've all were T-Nation guys. You came up reading T-Nation. So it's like, here, let's do this. I've got the, the spine of it done. How about you and, and then pull Tony in? Let's get you guys to add a little piece. You went ham and wrote up a shit ton of stuff. And all of a sudden, T-Nation's all good with this because like, hey, well, fuck, we get Luca Hoaxavar on board now, right? So all of a sudden, publish article. You go and do a couple more pieces for him afterwards. You now can say wherever you want on your website or people, yeah, man, I've done some T-Nation shit, which is a feather in the cap along the way. It got Tony reinvigorated because he hadn't been doing a lot of writing the last, last, last little bit because, again, dude's Achilles is torn. I kind of messes with you a bit. Yeah. And we go forward from there. And I've been doing the same thing. I've got a piece now in the works with Tim, Tim DeFrancesco. You probably know Tim. Used to be the head strength coach for the LA Lakers, right? He's a pal of mine. Connected with him. He found me through social media because that was growing. Had him on the podcast. I got something that works with Austin Current, right? Former IFBB pro. He wrote, you, you, have you read this, this thing yet? Or gotten your hands on this? No, I don't, I don't have that one. Oh, guess what's going to get ordered? <laughs> so science of strength training. So it's, it's kind of like textbook meets really accessible. Austin's a good dude. So anyway, we got something in the works and I've already got something published with my buddy, Ben Mudge, who I met through the internet slash Jonathan Goodman, who I met at the Kansas City Fitness Summit in 2018. And now Ben and I are pals. Ben's got a hundred thousand followers. looks like Chris Hemsworth. He's got his little blue check mark. And he's a fun dude. He literally looks like Hemsworth. He's got cystic fibrosis and that's his whole like thing. Jack didn't, can't get him to put a shirt on. So get him to do a bunch of shirtless videos in this, this article we wrote that played really well. And all the shit comes from traveling to conferences. It comes from meeting and hanging out with people, right? I could have just come to your last one and said, I'll book the regular one. I'll attend the lectures, whatever, and then go back to my hotel room. But no, I did the VIP. I sat down at the dinners. I had a conversation with Max Shank at that one that inspired me to go more at my writing, right? And all this stuff comes from immersing yourself in this world, getting into social media, networking with people through that. And that's, that's why half the cool shit that I've had happen the last couple of years has happened. Yeah, I mean, you make, you make another good point, too, because, you know, it's not like you can't, you know, build relationships through social media. A lot of what, what happens, to, what's happened to me a lot, too, is that I'll meet people face to face. And then you're much more likely to de continue developing that relationship because social media is there. Right. They see your post. You see their post. You DM them. You message them. Right. You you get in a stream like we did. And it's like, yo, you guys want to knock out this, you know, this article and boom, boom, have the Bulgarian split squads. Fuck yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Right. I mean, boom, boom, boom. And now all these good things are coming from it. And it's and it compounds. It really, really does. And another thing, too, is like, you know, people see if you do good work. Right. It, it, it's I mean, sometimes maybe it may take time because, like I said, there's so much noise. But if you're consistent, like people will see you doing good work. And you'd be surprised at the opportunities that come. And what I mean by that is like, 
I mean, I got, for instance, I got a book offer to do a mobility book. I actually turned it down for a number of reasons. Uh, it was not two, a year, year and a half, two years ago. Um, and, and, and without going into that, but that, that was literally, it was like, Hey, you know, we've been following you. Like, we think you're the guy to write this book. Um, and I mean, there's, there's a number of reasons why I said no to it, but regardless that came from the content and the consistency over time of putting, you know, valuable things out. Right. I didn't, I didn't go like, let me write this book. And there's been a number of actually, you know, different things that have come up and, and offers that come up some that, that I've turned down just because it's been, you know, you say yes to something, you say no to something else. Um, but there, there's a project right now that uh, with, with Kaisa, who, who will also be at, at this conference that, you know, that I'm extremely excited about that we're working on and we're kind of in the beginning stages here. So, uh, but it's something that I think could, you know, for coaches that could be a game changer. Um, and once again, you know, we met in person, you know, coached her, but then, I mean, she is in Seattle, but still a lot of it also developed through social, right? Cause we, we find out about each other through social. So the, the amount of, you know, notice like what we're talking about here, a lot of the things that happen is like, you know, going out, meeting people, right? And then kind of reinforcing those relationships through social media. And also look, people, people will go and look at your shit, right? And they, and they do connect through that. Like if you look at somebody, okay, well, they're not doing anything. Eh, you kind of forget about them, might not connect with them as much. But if, if like on top of that, they're like, damn, like this person's putting out really good stuff. He's really consistent. You have a different view about them, right? And then the thing is, you know, right or wrong, right? They might be a great human being, but we, we still kind of look at this stuff and go like, wow, like they're doing X, Y, Z on social media. They're putting out this type of content, right? And you get drawn to that. So it's, 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 it's like, there's so many positives. And I, I feel like, you know, I'm a principle-based thinking type of person, right? Like that, meaning methods are phenomenal, but principles are everything. And like some of the things that we're talking about are principles. And we talked about principles of connecting, you know, going to events and, and connecting with both the people that are attending, the people that are speaking, right? And like, then we're, we're talking about the principles of creating value for the marketplace and how to do that, right? Because the medium can, you know, one of these platforms can get wiped out tomorrow. Well, the things we're talking about is, are, is relevant. Like, are, are we still creating value through creating videos that, that solve problems? Okay, there's going to be a new platform that's on it. You're doing the same thing, platforms changing, but the principle of what we're doing stays the same. And, you know, that's the filter you kind of got to look at, uh, look at stuff through. And, uh, you know, we, we, we are definitely, here's the thing. A, a lot of people are, you know, uncertainty creates anxiety. I mean, I mean, shit, if we, you know, if there hasn't been uncertainty for the last two years, and I don't know when, right, in, in, in whole industries, and where, you know, they're switching shit up sometimes every week. Oh, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. Right, that's uncertainty. I mean, in that time, so if you're, I mean, if you're a coach and you want to find more certainty, well, first of all, you're, you're going to do it with work. I'll say that first of all, but, and man, you want to surround yourself with people that aren't going like, ah, they're going like, yo, here's what we're going to do. Here's the angle. Like, we're going to crush it. Like, you want to be around that because it rubs off on you. Instead of being like, I don't know what to do. And you're going to be like, fucking, I went to this conference. I was around these folks. Like, man, I'm about to crush this next year. Here's what they're doing. Like, I got strategies. I got different mindsets and views, right? I'm starting to see myself differently. Let's fucking go. And, and the thing is, if you looked at stats, right? I mean, you'd kind of see 
who are the people that excel, right? Versus who are the people that don't. I tell you what, scarcity mindset, you know, you make decisions out of scarcity, you don't get good results. You make you make decisions out of power. Now we're now we're now we're talking, now we're going somewhere, you know what I mean? You alluded to something there too that I really always jump on. You don't just connect and put the effort into the, the speakers. Go meet the other people, the other attendees. They're on the yeah. same journey you're on. A couple, a couple of good examples of, of each. So first event I went to 2017, Kansas City, met a lot of people, right? Met a lot of the speakers, but got in and added to Facebook the other people that I was meeting. Met my buddy, Jeff Aker. Turns out he's from Alberta, NSCA provincial head of that. I've since connected, gone to his events here locally. I go to the dinners with the, you know, the speakers, insiders. I got to spend some time with my buddy, Robert Linkle. That's how I met Linkle. Linkle's good shit. Someone I want you to know about. And then Tim, I go and attend his event a couple of years, 2018, 2019 in Spokane. All of a sudden come this year, he needs some speakers. He asks me to go. So that's my first professional speaking engagement, not counting emceeing my own event. That's huge, right? That And that plays out on social media. People see that and like, holy shit, already some invitations to do more stuff. But also you check the speakers out. Yeah, there's going to be some people who everybody's fawn, fawning all around. Like I got some one-on-one time with Brett Contreras each time I met him at these events. Great dude. But he also has everybody swirling around him. But Pete Dupuis is sitting at the back of the room. He's on the presenter list quietly. And Pete's a chill guy. But he also, he's at an event where everybody else is a coach. And Pete's a business guy. He's partners with the coach. So I made a point of sitting down with him saying, listen, Matt, I've, I've listened to you on podcasts before. I was actually really excited to see you present. Pete's now a good pal. And he supported my work along the way. Right. So I, when I went to 2017, your event, you know, you and I hung out a little bit. You're also a busy host. So I dove in. I got to know Max Shank. I spent some time hanging out with Martin Rooney. I got to know uh, Sam Pogue really well, you know, chat with John Russell. There were some people I didn't get enough of time. I didn't get enough time with Joel Jameson. That's going to change. This time around, I'm going to get more time with Joel. I've had Joel on the podcast. I read his book. We talked about this last time, Ultimate MMA Conditioning. That's a sweet book. Every coach should read it. So, but I didn't try to like, steal all your attention man you're busy being a host trying to make sure that 200 plus people were having a good time right this it, time i'll get a chance to do more of that and, and, and it is i mean it, I, I guarantee you you know so here, here's what usually happens that um and even like i said this year has been wacky for sure but a lot of times you know the people in the crowd are either they are already are speakers or they're future speakers like there's so many people like i, I know there's people that come into this event you know, that I, I actually coached and are doing like, um, they have amazing businesses, right? I mean, I know Jamon just signed up. I mean, Jamon just opened his third location, uh, Easy Fitness, they're killing, Chris Tatella, you know, like in Jersey. I mean, it's like these these folks have a lot to, to teach. So you go mm-hmm. and now you're having, you know, I'm, I'm not going to divulge and I, I, I try to make surprises and, and, and always make the bigger summit. You know, you know that I don't skimp on, on the cost of it, that, that's, that's the top notch. Um, and, but you're sitting there for, you know, for breakfast, for a VIP dinner, and you have a conversation with somebody and you're like, they're dropping fucking gems. You know what I mean? Like what? And like, yeah, man, like, uh, I've been doing this for this long, boom, boom, boom. Like, this is what I'm doing in my business. I just launched this. That's doing 10 grand a month online. Right. And it's like, shit, like, that's not even the speaker. This person's got tons of value. Boom. Connect. You go home, you stay connected. You know, I, we, I have so many stories. This is our sixth big event, right? We've done six. 
the stories that we get are part of the things that fuel me every time. I mean, these, these events are really fucking hard to put on. It's, it's pretty much, um, it's another business. Basically it's like opening another business every year. Right. And, and I can let you know that on the front end, I've never even broke even right this year, tough one will lose money on the front end for sure. And like that, I'm transparent. So I like, I, I like talking about this to give people an idea of, you know, if you do a really good event. And like I said, we put it on at the nicest hotel, the food will be top notch. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be fucking top notch. If it's not top notch, I don't want to do it. So to do that, there's, there's a, there's a cost. There's always a price to pay. And I don't just mean money. There's always a price to pay in any, anything in life, you know, to, to achieve anything. So we do that. And the reality of it is that like, you know, you're going to have people there that, 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 that what fuels me to continue doing it is that later on they go like, man, I talked to this person, this happened. Like they, they, it's almost like connecting the dots backwards, you know? And they go, this was the, the time where this happened. And because of that, now my business is here. It, it changed me as a coach, changed my career, built these relationships. And it's what keeps fueling me to do these things because, you know, at this point in time, we've had, you know, live, we've had over, this will be over a thousand, uh, oh yeah, it be like over 11, I think a thousand over 1100 people that have attended it live, you know, not to, not to count the virtual and stuff, everything else. Um, and man, as you know, now you start having a thousand people that have been at the events have had value connections built. And it's like a, it's a ripple that creates a wave. Right. And I want to continue doing that because three, four years down the line, somebody's like, man, the, the people I met, the things that I learned there, the, the, the belief system that, that shifted for me that day is what made me do, you know, now maybe they have a franchise or they kill it online or they made a certification or, you know, um something like that in in i mean should i remember you know uh russin for instance we met at an event and he spoke and like we sat down and i said i love your stuff i said would you come and do an in staff for me i think you should make this into seminars you know and <laughs> and, and and literally like you know russin will, will tell the story that like there would be no ppsc without me bugging him i don't know you know i i would just like to think that if, even if i had you know the smallest part of it it's one of those ripples, right? That you, I was like, yo, you got to teach this stuff, you know? And then it became a course and then it became a certification. And now it's certified thousands and thousands and thousands of coaches. Um, and, you know, we'll have the PPSC team doing, uh, doing a hands-on, which, which, which will be great. But this is how this stuff happens. And when we talk about impact, I mean, I think that the two things that we keep coming back, back to is like, you know, go to events, meet people, right? To create, right? Because those are the things that like, you see how those two things like, come together and if you creating impact and let, let's be real like everybody everybody is listening to this everybody is coming to the event like no one is coming there and going like i don't give a shit about like money and like the security of everybody does like let's not you know let's not uh take that out of it i i want you know one of the projects that like i said i was working on that's very big in the beginning stages is about that it's about how do we make coaches more successful as coaches, meaning they, you know, they're transforming more clients, but making more money because, you know, the, the right people that they're doing great work, they deserve it. You know, like this industry is still young and there needs to be people to continue to develop this industry from the inside out. And, you know, and one of our models and it's new business is like no trainer left behind. And, you know, it's, it's more than I can talk about here, but I, I, I think that the industry leaves a lot of people behind. You know, I think there's a lot of elite, elitism. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot of great people doing great things, but sometimes it gets lost because of the arguing and shit talking and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And like, 
in, you know, while I used to be there a little bit in that space, I completely, I'm like, I'm dropping my ego completely out of that because at the end of the day, there's so many people that need to be helped and, and we need to like, you know, kind of like rise all boats um, to make it a better space. And, you know, the event, like the event is part of that, you know, the summit's part of that, but like some of the stuff I'm working on is for that because if we all make, you know, better money, more money, because we are helping fucking people transform their lives. Like, man, like that's, that's the win. You know what I mean? So that you have a real career, like a real career. And like, this is another thing that, that I'm very, very, very passionate about because, you know, I've seen like through, through the 15 years and I've been doing business coaching for eight, I've seen people that are really good people and really good coaches leave the industry, right? Because of money, not because they're like, I don't love this industry, I don't, but because of money, right? Man, I'm, I'm going to do something because it's more secure so I can, you know, I can't see myself doing this long-term and taking care of my family. And like, that breaks my heart, man. Like I, you know what I mean? Like that, I, it, it does keep me up at night. And I, and I think about these things because we need more, like people that are like the part of soldiers in this army of transformation, you know, are leaving, right? But, but we need them, but they're leaving because of a financial issue. And it's like, that, that's part of my drive to like teach business and teach marketing and systems and, and also like improve the industry so everybody can, do better, you know, just, just like, uh, like I, I have a belief and I think we talked about this a, a while ago, you know, that, that coaches will have, that there's some of it already happening, like contracts and deals with companies. Like, you know, if anybody follows basketball skills, there's a guy's name's Chris Brickley, um, you know, number one basketball skills coach in the world. I mean, this dude is like, you know, like I said, from, you know, started from the bottom and out here guy, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, used to play for Kansas, was a skills coach for the Knicks. I mean, he, he now has, you know, he, he runs black ops. He trains any, every top name that you can imagine one-on-one skills, but he's got a, a deal with beats by Dre Puma. Uh, you know, he's got his own Chipotle bowl. I mean, shit that you can't even, it's mind fucking blowing. You know what I'm saying? And nothing but respect to the, to the guy. Right. It, because you, it, five years ago, you know, you, even five years ago, you go like, Hey, there's going to be a basketball skills guy. This is going to have a beats by Dre a deal, a Puma deal, his own bowl at Chipotle. Fucking like, I mean, I can keep going on all the shit. They, oh, a, uh, a Spalding, no, a Wilson basketball contract. He's got his own balls. Like, you name it, right? You'd be like, there's no fucking way. But I've been saying this for a long time. Like, there's going to be coaches. Like, I'm going to make some shit happen where it's like, there's going to be some big deals, like big fucking deals, right? And you got to believe it. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to happen, but you got, like, we have to rise the industry up where that becomes normal. Just like, now it's like, no, co- you know, college athletes are getting contracts, right? They didn't before it's changed. You got to believe that shit. And, they, and you have to act in a way where that happens. And to me, like, part, you know, the summit and everything that, that I do tries to do that. I would let you go for another hour, but you have a, uh, an event to plan. I've got a call in a moment. So enjoy the bag, dude. It's always great having you on. Of course, you're always going to be welcome back. I look forward to I'll see you in shit a week. And uh, everybody listening, go and check out Luca's social media. Go check out the page for this event. I'm excited about it. And this has been a crazy year. And I understand there's a lot of reasons maybe to say, maybe not this year. There's now a virtual option. You can plug into it. It's, and it's not the same as going because we talked about all the, the getting in the, the mix and meeting the people. But there's still a lot of good in there. So uh, anywhere people can go find that. Yes. Yeah, so... Um... To the, to the summit, like the physical summit, it's VigorGroundSummit.com. 
right? Very simple. V-I-G-O-R-S-U-M-M-I-T. Uh, sorry. <laughs> V-I-G-O-R-G-O-G-R-O-U-N-D summit.com. Vigorgroundsummit.com. That that takes you to the page that goes to um that goes to the physical summit. I'm actually actually pulling up the other one real quick right here. All right. Bada boom, bada bang. All right. And we got so the the virtual one is vigorgroundsummit.com uh, forward slash virtual dash summit dash to 2021. But I can just give you guys a link for this. Sure. I think that you, that you it's all over your social media. Anyway. It's, it's actually it's on my on my IG page in my bio is this is the virtual summit one. And beautiful. You get recordings for life. So it's important to know. So it's like it's virtual. People are asking, like, what if I miss this, that, the other? Uh, we're doing a, honestly a crazy deal for virtual right now. And you will keep your recordings for for forever. So beautiful. Well, Luke, I appreciate it. I'm going to see you soon. I'll pop this episode up in the morning so that way it gives people a little bit of lead time to make a last minute decision. And uh, thanks, brother. You have an awesome day. See you.